Hello, my little ghouls and goblins. You know what time it is. Welcome to our haunted story hour. Psychic stories to tell in the dark. I'm your host, Psychic Readings by Brandy. We're bringing you real stories from real psychics. Are you ready? <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Episode five. It began when I was around seven years old. I started having this recurring nightmare. I remember how real it was because I could smell the the stone, the wetness of the stone. Um, As I was running away through the corridors of this old kind of gothic castle, and I'm running as fast as I can, I'm mortified because I know that if someone catches me, I'm going to die. And every time I turn around, maybe 30 feet behind me, there's this man. He looks maniacal, the way he's smiling while he chases me. He's bald. He's wearing raggedy clothing. He is chasing me with an axe, and I have to keep going. I get the sense that he's been torturing me. I outwit him to escape his sadistic clutch, but it never lasts long. I end up having this for four months. Well, the dream stops, but then another one comes, and I have this recurring nightmare for about two years. I'm standing on a cliff. There's green grass forever around me. Ocean waves are crashing below. I see this tower or this castle um, off in the distance along the edge of the cliffs. I know that I'm in Scotland. I don't know anything about Scotland. I'm a kid. I look down and I can see that I'm wearing an emerald green dress. My red curls are blowing in my face. I'm feeling immense sorrow almost a form of nationalism, or like I'm missing my family, or I've been torn from something, or I love this land, and I love this life, and I'm so sad I have to leave it. I'm absolutely terrified that whoever is in that castle is going to get me. I've just escaped some sort of servitude and violence, and there's no way I'll let these men get me again. Jumping to my death is safer than being captured. So I jump. And I never fully understand why I'm having this dream. I remember feeling the roller coaster of the gravity lifting my stomach as I jump off of that cliff. But I never see myself hit. I'm already an odd kid, so I don't really have anyone I can talk to about this. So I just keep these dreams to myself. I I talked to my grandparents about them once. But I do remember the very first sketchbook that I had. I drew the imagery that I recall from that dream. It never left me. Fast forward to several years later. When I was in middle school, one of my closest relatives, one of my dearest relatives, was passing away from cancer. And I remember sleeping in her hospice room at night The shades were all pulled. We were about seven stories up, I want to say. And while she was sleeping, there were orbs floating above her, circling around her, 
in her room. And my cousin was sleeping in a chair across from me. And she goes, Brandy, did you see that too? And I said, yeah, I saw it. And it's just now occurring to me that earlier that night, she had seen children running around her room as well. Later on as an adult, I would read this book by James von Prague where he mentions children, the spirits of children, often frequent um, hospice care units. I should also mention that knowing a lot of healthcare workers in my life through friends and family, almost all of them have paranormal experiences. For example, I have one relative who used to work the night shift at a nursing home facility and she would hear children playing and laughing in the hallways at night. Um, and it was not a TV or anything like that. It was, it was children running around. She could hear the footsteps and whatnot. And also in addition to that, um, I worked in um, a healthcare facility where uh, people would get their hair pulled in the attic um, of this hospital administrative building where a nun had actually hung herself years before. I had another friend who encountered a black shadow figure at the end of a hallway in a dementia unit. All in all, healthcare facilities do typically have spiritual activity frequenting them. What does this have to do with Scotland? I'll tell you. So after having those dreams as a kid, I secretly became very curious about Scotland. And in middle school, we had this project where we needed to pretend like we were creating a travel and tourism uh, brochure or some sort of media that would bring people to the country that we chose. So, of course, I was inquisitive enough to choose Scotland. And I remember um, bringing this brochure into her hospice room. And this was during a day where it was just the two of us and I was telling her how beautiful it was and all the beautiful green grass and the hills and the castles and the history and how I really wanted to visit someday. And she was receptive. I mean, I would have done anything to avoid talking about the elephant in the room, her death. She was getting ready to transition. And it was only a matter of about a week before she ended up moving on. Now, this relative that had passed was very particular and methodical. Um, she almost had like a form of OCD where she would check everything three times. And during that week when we were clearing out her things... And we were having our coffee afterwards. We started to hear banging coming from upstairs in her room where we had just finished everything. And it was in threes. And it kept coming. And my mom said, you know what? Brandy, why don't you go and tell your brother and sister to quit messing around upstairs. So I'm walking down the hallway towards the stairway. And as I'm walking down the hallway, I can see out the front door. 
And there are my brother and sister outside in the front yard with their friends playing. The front door's closed. I can't even hear what they're saying, but I can hear the banging coming from upstairs in the relative's bedroom still. I am terrified. I turn around. I put my foot on the stair. I shift my weight to ascend and feel the floorboard creak underneath my foot. And as I am ascending the stairwell, I'm remembering we had locked her bedroom door. None of the windows were open, so there were no drafts. The banging stops. And before I turn the corner of the stairwell to see the top landing, I hear her door creaking open. There's nothing. Nobody. It's completely empty. As a matter of fact, I can even hear an echo. And that next week, my aunt had had a dream about her. And my aunt particularly had a really hard time with this grieving process. We were all really close to this person. We loved her very much. And my aunt came over for coffee and she was telling us about this dream. And it felt like a visit. And she said, in the dream, she saw her and she was telling her all about how she feels free. And she's traveling. And she's visiting other places. And my aunt asks her, where, where are you visiting? And she said, oh, I'm visiting Scotland. It's beautiful. Well, there you have it, my little ghouls and goblins. This has been another episode of Psychic Stories to Tell in the Dark. I'm your host, Psychic Readings by Brandy. And I look forward to bringing you more scary stories. Please subscribe, rate, and share to support this show. And remember three things. Honor your ancestors. Respect the dead. Always practice paranormal ethics. Join me next time, if you dare.